1: all right investors guess who's back at at the close let's go ahead let's review the market action today it looks like we're gonna end the day again red but it was a battle here we were just looking like we were coming back towards the open now looking back towards the 365 where will we close the day you guys take your guess we'll see what happens right here on at the close
0: All right, it is time for pre-market prep at
1: the close. Three consecutive highs opened, matched yesterday's low, and then once it took out there, that's all the breakout momentum traders needed all right traders welcome back and i'm back into the hot chair and seeing the market action it looks like we got ourselves another kind of bear market rally here right out the gates today in the intraday action and then it came right back down wouldn't you know it uh we had that little spike there out the gates it was getting on up there at 369 we were getting all the way as high as 370 and then pow right back down there towards the lows there got as low as 36303 didn't take out the 362 today but it was definitely heading towards the 363 we'll see what happens if we take out that 362 finally what what happens then do we get a continuation move down that's what investors are keeping a close eye on but the spy was battling today and you can take a look from the leadership that's what i was keeping a close eye take a look at apple Microsoft into the green right now. Uh, Google into the red slightly, but Amazon holding into the green today and Tesla holding into the green. Um, These were the stocks that I was watching right out the gates there on live trading. As soon as I saw the kind of the leadership really start taking lift, which was Apple, we we were kind of watching this to see if we were going to close green. We are closing slightly into the green. Tesla holding a little bit stronger And so is Amazon. But Apple coming back there almost to unchanged for a little while. It got really close to unchanged. And then now it's just slightly into the green. But as you guys see, Microsoft is fighting right now to try to stay into the green It just tweaked into the red for a second. We'll see what happens there. Definitely the battles on in Microsoft and the leadership to see if we can stay into the green. All right, let's take a look at some of the stocks that were moving today. What was actually up? Was there anything relatively strong? Well, we can take a look here. Resorts and casinos, relatively strong. We talked about those this morning. LVS getting that next lift up. Of course, this is coming off of the backs of mentioning that tours will be uh, kind of Finally released from China going to Macau. We'll keep watch to see if these can continue to push as they allow those tour groups from the mainland China as soon as November. Uh, Win is another one that had a really good day off of these uh, off of these uh kind of resort news. It was uh Win Resort. So if you were looking for a winner on the upside that had a good day, this definitely not a bad move. A sneaky one that not too many people are watching is MLCO. This one had a really nice move also today, 28% move following a lot of this LVS and win kind of news. So if you can see these continue to lift, maybe you take a look at MLCO. When the dip, I dip, you dip, we dip, we all dip, man. That's just the way it goes right now. And it looks like there's just nothing but French onion out there. And it ain't much that I'm liking. to go ahead and get into this market. But... It's not all bad. I mean, we were seeing some stocks holding on up. I did see Walmart and some of the discount stores not have a horrible day. Costco up about 3% bouncing back after their earnings last week. Wasn't able to catch their earnings. I need to go ahead and review as I'm catching up with the market just like you guys after uh, a day or two off for myself. But BJ coming back there shows me right there that Costco is trying to make a comeback there. When BJ also got hit on their on Costco's earnings, let's see if it come on back here. And Walmart trying to make its way back. We'll see if these can actually start making moves and continue the strength. Now, one stock that was up today was Chegg. Why was this stock up? Well, a lot of it was on an earning uh, ratings upgrade here. And so I'll give you guys that news. That came from Needham as they upgraded Chegg to a buy rating from a hold. The firm has a 28 price target on Chegg shares. You're seeing it up there to 2061. Will it get back there towards the 28? I think you still got to get through kind of the 24 level, 23 level before you start making your way on up there. But let's see if it can reclaim that 50 moving average around the 2104s. That's where I'd be looking at. That's Chegg. All right. If you guys got stocks you guys want to call on out, go ahead and do so as we will get Joel Alconin back tomorrow. He is out for the Jewish holiday, but I'm going to go ahead and continue going along here. So if you guys have stocks you guys want to check on out, go ahead and throw it up there. And if by any means, if someone wants to come on today and talk about the market, talk about a trade that they've done, tell me in the chat. I'll throw up the link. I'll let you you guys all in on today's show. Just let me know. I want to be a part and I'll get you guys the link. All right, let's keep going. We could do a a little laid-back kind of show. If you guys want to join, let me know. Dan back talking about LVS. Yes, we just mentioned that. Las Vegas Sands having a a good step on up. I was wondering to see if it was all casinos or it was just kind of the ones with more Macau uh, kind of exposure. And you could see here, like a pen, it did get a little bit of a spike but couldn't hold it, showing me more and more that it was more that Macau kind of – Uh, story that was getting the lift. And it wasn't all of, of course, the casinos. MGM didn't do too bad. Also, similar story, right? Not too much exposure to Macau, but not like Wynn and LVS that really got that step on up. Let's talk, more trading, please. Well, this is the show where we try to go ahead and review the moves of the intraday action, not a live trading show, we do have a live trading show that if you want to check on out, that starts every single morning at 9.05 a.m. Eastern. If you want to see trading, that's probably the show you want to be at. All right, let's continue taking a look at some of the biggest movers of the day. For a little while there, the cues were pushing on up, and you were getting some of these stocks to kind of get some good lift. Let's take a look at some of the high cap names as we started seeing NVIDIA slowly get into the green, and then what do you know it? Right back down there. And is this going to be new lows on the on the daily? Let's take a look here. Friday, we had a low of one twenty two fifty seven, 122.34, just continuing to make new lows in NVIDIA. And when the stocks make new lows, you gotta go. We've talked about that for a while. When will NVIDIA turn around? AMD now down to 6680s, guys. Making a new low here, AMD on the 52 week. We'll see if we can get back here. Um, we're making our ways close back towards the 50. That's going to be the next level I'm going to be watching around 60 to 50. We'll see if we can find some support right now. It's looking like we're heading towards that 60 faster than we wanted, but definitely 66 not being able to hold on up yesterday's low, 66.82. Let's see what happens towards the close. But it's looking like we're going to have a new low in AMD. All right. We'll see what happens with these. Would you take a put here for NVIDIA? I mean, you're, you'd are you be pushing it now, right? I mean, I'm not going to tell you how to trade there. But I will say that if you're taking a put now, it seems like you're late to the party, right? I mean, NVIDIA has been down over the last 1.3 month, about 35% down. The question would be, how much further do you feel it has if you went for a put here? Is it just towards 100? Is it lower than 100 for NVIDIA? That's going to be up to you to determine if it feels like an opportunity. I personally wouldn't be taking puts now. I just feel like you're late to the party, but unless you're trying to day trade them and just take kind of some profit, quick profits, understand that, but wouldn't make sense for the long run here, at least I feel, to play the short side. All right, let's keep going. We'll take a look at some other stocks. And definitely, if you guys have some on your minds, throw them up. Uh, Twilio being mentioned here. Interesting to see it down towards 70. Of course, Twilio was a stock that I remember I liking back in the 30s. So I'm looking to see if we could ever get back into the 40 range or 50 range. Because Twilio was one of my favorites back in kind of 2018. And then it eventually took off. And then went up as high as 400. This stock is now $70. If I could get it somewhere near the range where I used to like it, uh, that was at 30, 89. I'll be looking for a 50, 50 range there on Twilio long term. I, I do like this stock. The question is, where will it turn around? Right now isn't the time I feel like it's gonna make that big run back. And it's just slowly leaking out here. And you can see on the weekly, we're just coming back, coming back eventually. We'll, we'll go towards this 2020 pandemic low, 7372. We'll see if we take that out. And you can see here, um, we're actually through that. That's 6806, which is the low there. We'll see if we get through that 6806. Right now, we're at 6927 on Twilio. Still doesn't show me signs of turning around immediately. All right, Sava had a nice move today also. Let's take a look. I was watching this stock when it first popped on my radar. I had an alert set there for 33 33s and we ended up popping through there. On Friday, it looks like we made that big move. I didn't catch that on Friday. Of course, we were looking for it to start holding the 200 day moving average. And it's slowly but surely just holding now towards that nine EMA, holding some pullbacks, trying to get back there. I think it's gonna run into some resistance around the 51 and 52. And then you have 58 above it there, but it has been strong lately. Keep this one on your radar. If you take a look at the hourly, you've had a couple of drive, uh, drive on up through the 40s, up to the 50. It held sideways at that 40. Now wants to try to take that next step back towards 50. Disney coming down towards a weekly 200 EMA. Not a not a, a moving average that I use, MD, but it's not a bad way to approach it. Let's take a look at the daily. Let's go to the weekly here. And you can see here how all the moving averages are kind of above it. It wasn't until I got to the monthlies that I could see some support it coming back into. So I think you eventually could come back there on Disney closer towards these monthly supports towards 91. Let's see what happens when we get there again. What will happen? Do we break down below there going towards kind of the monthly moving average, monthly 200, which would be massive, right? I mean, now you're talking more like kind of years of data that you're going through on Disney. And I mean, think about it. You're about to get Disney back in pricing that you could have got back in 2015. So if you would have told me, guys, that in, you know, six, seven years later, you're still at the same level for Disney, is it really the greatest investment out there? I know it feels safe, but it just doesn't seem like it's gotten me the return that I would want to see after six to seven years holding it. All right. We'll see what happened there. Monthly uh, Disney on that one, the 200 day. Yeah. it's. it's I mean, it's getting down, down to those levels. We'll see if it gets down there. I mean, 80s and 90s is not a bad thought for Disney. But the question that I have to ask myself is what else will Disney do to kind of continue the growth in the stock? It really hasn't gone much in about, let's say, you know, 12 years. I mean, since even 2010 towards where it is now, you're only talking about uh, about 160%. So it's not it's not massive there for 12-year hold. All right, let's keep going. We'll take some other stocks. If you guys can always elaborate on what you guys want to talk about. Can you elaborate on moving averages you have? Well, right now I have something really easy here, right? It's the moving average on the daily, the 50, the 200 SMA. I use SMAs on those kind of longer outlooks when I'm getting into the inner intraday outlooks or closer into the action, I use an EMA nine, nine EMA, and that's that light blue line that you see on the the price action. And I usually watch that when I'm looking for stocks that are making quick runs, like let's say this uh, Rumble, right? So this is a a perfect example, stock that's trying to make a quick run. I look at that nine EMA, I wanna see that stay below the price as I look for that kind of breakout action party i see mentioned in the chat also this is a stock that i was watching at 90 ma 90 ma 90 ma and then boom it cracked right here around the 230s not a good look there for party it's looking like it's coming right back down and not making the move all right let's continue going let's take a look around damn my place has drywall in the background i would have hopped on today hey you're always welcome to, especially, guys, if you guys ever want to come on and just talk about maybe a trade that you guys made or maybe something you're looking to trade, right? I got no problem. The, the main thing there is just have something you want to talk about. I'll bring you on. I have no problem with that, especially on days like today where I don't have Joel and I can get into a little bit of different kind of stock outlook. Now, one area that I will keep on watch is coal. Coal was in a battle today, and you can see it here in BTU. You had some up moves and you had some pullback. So let's take a look to see what happens in coal in the next couple of days. Will we get some lift there in coal? Of course, this is with a lot of the talk that's going on in Germany, natural gas. I was even watching UNG today getting a little bit of a lift. We'll see if this actually starts getting back into a trend. You can also watch boil to see if it gets back into a trend. And of course, you're going to see the opposite action in a cold. Uh, which is kind of the bearish outlook if you're looking to trade these. Um, Let's go also to some oil names. I did see oil kind of continuing down today. And so that's not a good sign here for some of these oil plays as you're continuing to see weakness. I wonder if we'll hear from Oxy if Warren bought some more down here towards 57.50. I did see it bounce there a couple of times. So it's going to be interesting to find on out if we get a filing from Oxy all right let's continue going let's take a look at some other plays this dang hurricane is helping the down draft of the market well generac right was going on up today for a little bit we'll see if this can continue making moves this is kind of more of your hurricane play right i mean i think a lot of people were looking at this on friday for the hurricane play they started getting into this we'll see if it can get to 200 on a little bit of a push I was watching also to see some solar plays. They were hot earlier in the day, and they could not hold their gains there. You could see here on solar, we were getting a little bit of a bounce back on the 15-minute. You can see it here with the spike, and then what ended up happening? Right back down to the lows, so just be careful there. EMPH, SEDG, falling off the tape. First Solar is the next one, I think, to fall off the tape. This one, it was holding up for a while now. Now really fighting here resistance around the 137 area. Breaking through the support around here, uh, it was kind of trying to hold around the 132 area. You saw a couple of cracks. Now we're using that 132 around as resistance on First Solar. I think you might get a pullback towards, let's say, the 115 area. It comes back towards the 50 SMA. But if you could take a look here, look how far this is from the 200. This is really in a bullish trend. We're just going to look for the pullback now to see where we can get some pullback opportunity in solar.
0: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
1: All right, let's keep going. Let's take a look at another stock that was making a move earlier in the day and continuing the lift there, looks like. LI Auto. Why are, are the Chinese autos making some lift? Well, LI Auto didn't really have positive supply news, but what's helping it is, of course, the China EV credit news. It's getting continued spike there from that. That helped LI, that helped NIO and XPEV. But LI did say today that it now expects to deliver 25,500 vehicles in the third quarter Down from a previous outlook of 27,000 and 29,000 units, LA Auto did say the forecast was cut uh, because of direct consequence of the supply chain constraints, but said the demand for its vehicles remains robust. So that shows me more and more that, yes, pretty much all auto manufacturers are running into supply chains and continuously running into supply chain. We would think around this time, those supply chains would be, you know, kind of uh, getting better, right? Leviating itself here. No, that's not what we're seeing, especially when it comes to the autos. We heard it from Ford. We heard it from GM. We heard it from plenty of automakers here in the US. Now you're seeing LI auto kind of admitting that the supply chains are causing, you know, the constraints there for the deliveries. It's not that they don't want to deliver not that the demand is getting lower. It said the demand is still robust, but if you don't have the supply, you can't put out the cars, and that's definitely important. All right, that storm does look bad. Hey, we'll see what happens there. It is, uh, uh, is kind of heading there towards kind of the Tampa area. I hope everybody stays safe. Definitely prepare for the storm. Another thing is if you're a trader, It might not be the best thing to do is trading during a hurricane. I've had that situation before. I've taken the shot once or twice. But like always, just have an alternative. If you do need to get out of a trade, for some reason you ran into some power issues out there, know how you're going to react and be able to get out. Maybe it's your phone that gives you that ability to get out of some trades. But if you are taking some shots, just be careful. You know, like always, not financial advice but I just don't want to see anybody really get eaten up because their power went out and they weren't able to get out of a trade. All right, let's keep going into some other stocks. If you guys got tickers, keep them flowing. I'll keep looking at stocks that were making moves today. Um, NIO, I already talked about that. That was kind of making a little move on up, but quickly but surely pulling right back down. XVEV was one that I was looking at today and that one's coming right back down. So it looks like these Chinese EVs are not being able to hold the gains. Tesla made a little bounce back today, but also slowly but surely starting to leak here. Take a look at the SPY. SPY still battling here around the 365. We'll see if we get some kind of uh, down move right here into the last 10 minutes. Do we close above the 365? That's what I'll be watching for. Apple trying to hold here, trying to get back above the VWAP, hasn't made the move yet. Microsoft also fighting to try to hold the green on the day. Amazon was probably the stronger one, up about 1.5. We'll see if it can close into the green. Uh, Moderna close to that 65 EMA on the monthlies. Let's take a look at Moderna as it got crushed, of course, with the Biden mentions that the pandemic was over. And it looks like it's continued down. It doesn't look great here. It looks like it's trying to crack to the downside. So just be careful here as we're seeing some of these kind of bigger biotechs really get hit hard. And let's take a look at the drug manufacturers, the major ones. How are those performing? I know Johnson & Johnson was looking like it was trying to catch a bottom here around the 162. Push up to 170. It still doesn't look bad, but it's just sideways here. We'll see how sneaky Johnson & Johnson is and if it can make a step up. There. uh Eli Lilly just battling sideways around the 300 here, hasn't made its direction. Pfizer has cracked a, l- a little bit in the last couple of days, but kind of sideways action. And same thing with Merck sideways action here on Merck off the 200 day. We'll see if these can finally make a move on up or down. Of course, Biden's mentioned definitely hit these hard. We'll see if it can actually turn around here and get healthcare to start moving towards the upside. Merck will be interesting if it could kind of hold this pullback here and get back up towards the 88s, going towards the 90s. Be an interesting chart pattern on Merck. All right. What else is being mentioned there? Hit the like, guys. Let's keep it going. Not prepared. I want to hop in. Bumble coming into a triple bottom on the daily. I'll take a look at that. Uh, Bumble, Bumble. All right, Bumble is coming down there towards that 20. The only question is, is this kind of more also a seasonal play? As you start getting into winter, what usually happens? Well, probably not that many dates, right? I mean, let's just be honest. It's It gets cold, right? Who wants to go out on a date in the cold? I don't know. Maybe that's what you're seeing in Bumble, some seasonality coming into play. One, reason, one way that you can easily check for seasonality is look at what this stock did back in this time last year. And that can definitely help you out. Um, take a look at Match. Match was making a little move on up recently. And then really quickly, what happened in the last couple of days? Boom, another 28% down in 15, in 15 days shows me worry about Bumble. All right, we'll see what else is on out there. Christmas. Hey, who knows? Maybe a little Christmas pickup. I'm actually concerned about the Christmas pickup this year. Are you guys concerned that the Black Friday and retail kind of season coming up isn't going to have as much consumers buying up those materials and buying up the goods as we normally do? I have that feeling. That's what we're going to see. We're going to start seeing also families you know, having to make a decision how much am I really going to spend this Christmas, this this kind of uh, retail season on gifts because it's going to be really expensive to A, travel, B, do some services, right? Everyone wants to do something. Well, inflation's causing that to be a little bit higher. And if you're trying to buy some goods, especially electronics, it's going to be a little bit higher. So eventually the consumer has to make decisions here. They can't buy everything, and they can't buy the expensive airline tickets and buy the expensive AirPods and buy the expensive you know, TVs and everything that you're seeing out there. So something's got to give. We'll see what happens in the retail environment this season. All right. We'll see what else happened to do there. Can't afford to take someone out on a date. Oof. Yeah. I mean, with this inflation, what restaurant you're taking them to? We're going to McDonald's. No, nah, I don't think you're going to get too much on that date. If you're going to McDonald's, but hey, who knows? Maybe she's a, a, a big Sunday fan. Maybe that'll help you out. Uh, but definitely, let's take a look at what else is moving on the day. Airbnb actually closing into the green after some really quick down action. What's going on in the reopening trade? We were seeing the, it was trying to hang on. Now it's starting to crack right back down. We'll see uh, CCL break back down towards that 780. Will it go to the pandemic levels? That's going to be that 780. We'll see what happens. Does Carnival Cruise break through that? And maybe, I don't know, the troubled times ahead, as you're seeing recession talk, of course, these stocks are going to suffer their leisure, right? Leisure is usually the ones that are going to suffer also if we're going to continue to see this kind of uh, action that we're seeing. And Norwegian Cruise Lines, take a look at this. This looks to me like it's setting on up to break a trend line. And then start breaking down. So watch out on Norwegian cruise lines. If you break through the 13, you could be heading back towards 11. All right. We'll see what happens there. BPZ being mentioned in the chat. But even Domino's went up. It's like $7.99 for a medium. And was $5.99 for the first half of 2022. Yes, the prices are going up. When even Domino's Pizza can't keep their deals, you know how it's going to be. And look at this pattern that you're seeing in dpz it just looked like it was trying to hold into that 400 came down fast and really breaking down even these kind of you know consumer stocks that have a little bit of recession proof because they're kind of the cheaper deals that you can get out there are really struggling domino's pizza looking like a straight kind of dagger down there and we'll see if it gets cut up there domino's pizza I haven't ordered some dominoes in a little while, so maybe I can save them a little bit. Uh, Starbucks is an area that I'm looking at to see what happens there. Will this kit back up above the 90s, hold the 200-day? It really started cracking down. We'll see if they can bounce or not. All right, now I'll take some stocks from you guys out there. We got a couple of minutes left here, about two minutes left. Any stock that you guys want to check on out, throw it up in the chat. I'll make sure to get to it. All right, of course, um, what should we watch later? All right, um, what what are some stocks that I'm going to be looking at? Well, I did see Planet, uh, Planet Fitness mentioned as one of these stocks that you would probably want to have. And why would you probably want to have Planet Fitness? Well, I'm not the biggest fan of Planet Fitness, but I will tell you what Raymond James upgraded Planet Fitness for. And I think these are the kind of businesses that we need to be looking for. So we need to look for companies that are resilient and recession resistant. So think about that when you're looking at investments. Is this a resilient and recession uh, resilient business? First, answer that question. Then ask yourself, does this have interest rate risk? Does it have interest rate risk? A lot of that is going to be looking at the debt, right? And they say here, very little near-term debt maturities, That's what you want to be seeing because it's not going to affect them so high on their debt side, right? And so these are the kind of businesses that we need to be looking at that make sense in this environment. So we're looking for recession-proof companies that have little interest rate risk and little near-term debt to maturity. And those are the kind of stocks that might get the lift, especially if we have a bear market rally. All right, let's go to PLL being brought up by Change Agent. I've been waiting to see this stock break out, and you could see this. It was a nice setup. It was starting to push up, looking like it was going to push through the 60s, and just couldn't do it. Now it's trying to hold on, hold on to the 200-day. I think you really need to recover it in the next couple of days because if not, you could be through that 50. And if you get to the 50, it's looking like it wants to pull back towards those 40s. This is one that I was keeping a close eye. It looked good, but it looks like it's starting to give it up. And if it can't recover 55, I would say in the next couple of days, watch out because this one could be back down there towards below the 50 and getting back into the 40 handle. It's one that I liked. It was a nice setup, but just as it looked like it held on there. Now we'll see if the 200 day and the 50 hold up right now, the 50 at 54.38 and the 200 at 55.52. Looking for entry. We'll see what happens on that PLL. It doesn't look bad, but we want it to get back up above, especially the 55 spot. So I would be looking you know, tomorrow to see if we can actually get some momentum in some lithium names. If it starts holding 55, maybe you make that move back towards 60. It's not a bad stock. It was a nice setup on the daily. Just couldn't hold on there. Happy hour Zoom later. Thanks, Mitch. Hey, well, definitely get on out of here and go enjoy that happy hour Zoom. Like always, I'm going to go ahead and wrap on up. I will see you guys tomorrow. Guess what? Joel O'Connor back. Dennis Dick. I will be in the hot chair, ready to keep going right here on Benzinga like always. Do me the favor, guys. If you guys are brand new to the show by any means, hit the subscribe button down below and Hit that bell so you could be notified the moment we go live. We'll continue to watch to see what happens in the market. It's going to be a battle. Let's find out what Joe Alconin thinks of this market tomorrow. Of course, we had that kind of in-between day today. Let's see where our SPY is closing on up. Looks like we're towards 364 towards the close. It just came right back down. We'll see if we take out those 362 and the June lows tomorrow. And all hell might break loose if that happens. But like always, we'll be here battling along with you because that's what it's all about here on Benzinga. I hope you guys caught the exclusive interview today from Qualcomm CEO and president on pre-market Prep. If you by any means did not catch that interview, I hope that you guys go ahead and check it on out a little bit later today. I'll give you guys the link just in case for any reason you guys missed that interview. I want you guys to check it on out. This was exclusive for Benzinga. And One of of the things that we're trying to do more and more is trying to get to these big companies so that you guys can also have access to the story versus just only the big media. We want you guys to have the inside scoop. Come check that on out. You guys can click that link and check it out out. And that... I mean, be dizzy. If you have something to say about it, say about it. I mean, at the end of the day, what I think that interview did is really give you guys an exclusive in-look into the partnerships that weren't released until just Thursday. And so if you guys want to check that out, that's Qualcomm. And I would definitely say that their presentation really showed me who just might win in the LiDAR, Radar, and also, of course, what camera, camera game, Tesla's game, right? Well, they got all three technologies under their belt and find out why. I'll see you guys next time. Hit the like, I'll see it. Hey, like always, one of the things is, uh, you know we're not always gonna just have market coverage. One of the things is we're gonna also do a little bit of deeper dive into what's going on in the automotive industry. And if you wanna stay with that, you wanna stay up with the trends, that's one thing that we're gonna continue doing for you right here on Benzinga. See you next time, guys. Hit the thumbs up on the way out.